Hello, welcome and thank you for joining. I'm Alex Bulat and I'm the head of innovation for the SAP service line. And thank you for joining our podcast around the intelligent enterprise. I have a team of experts today with me to to share their knowledge around the intelligent enterprise and what we do in the intelligent enterprise space as Capgemini. So I have Amitabh Dubey and Kaylor Acosta. So guys, please introduce yourselves. Thanks, Alex. My name is Amitabh Dubey. So I come uh, with 18 years of experience in SAP and then I'm an enterprise architect uh, working as uh, innovation lead for the Europe SPU. And yeah, so so this is the most interesting topic I would like to speak about. My name is Kaylor Acosta. Um, I, um, I'm the SAP innovation lead for North America Capgemini. So we will have a nice conversation about this. So Let's let's first start with how do you guys define the intelligent enterprise and um, what can that bring to our customers in that sense? Amitabh, would you like to share your thoughts on that? Yes. So, so what is an intelligent enterprise is, is something uh, you already started uh, uh, discussing about. You already gave a brief about it. Uh, but what I see uh, in, in, in some recent discussions uh, involved in, in some solution landscape designs and adopting uh, these new digital technologies is, is it is quite evident that customer uh, already knew their pain points and they also knew these technologies may help help uh, but they still had some some missing links and uh, uh, what I see uh, we we can we can help them realize we understand these uh, because we we kind of breathe these these technologies and solutions uh, and what we uh, we can make them understand the import, import, importance of uh, the process of ideation, design thinking, uh, and how to how to really conduct these workshops, uh, come out with ideas, and then map them into different technology blocks uh, in, in in the in the intelligent enterprise uh, perspective, and come up with the most uh, interesting solutions around. Yeah, and I agree. I I think that um, um, Alex and Amitabh, uh, you you bring up uh, good, good um, elements of the intelligent enterprise. To me, um, how I relate this to to everyday activities is uh, the quote from Albert Einstein. Uh, he said, "The true sign of intelligence is not knowledge, but imagination." And I think what we are um, are in the front here, and this this is a unique opportunity with intelligent enterprise and the intelligent technologies in the era that we live in, is it's to really use the imagination. And I think that is where where we Capgemini come in uh, by, um, like Amitabh suggested, when we have design thinking sessions, we we also use imagination. It's all about ideation, imagining the uh, the possibilities. And then bring in all and then make that accessible to our clients. Sometimes the, the biggest challenge with our clients is that they're too busy on the day-to-day and they don't have time to imagine how that same process that is consuming a lot of times right now could be improved, could be automated, could be innovated. So um, what we bring to uh, this conversation is our ability to spur imagination, our ability to ideate and collaborate and co-innovate with the clients take him out of their busy, hectic life, and then think of the possibilities and the art of the possible. Okay. And so so you guys actually more and more see that the technology that is around like AI and IoT and blockchain and all these things are now more or less proven technologies and that we are moving actually more to like, what can we do with this? So not anymore talking about the technology, but how we can actually implement this uh, in the business. Is that correct? 
I agree, Alex. I, I, that's exactly the thing that, that we need to make sure that the business understands. And that is where, where we kept Gemini, where we're trying to make that shift. It is no longer, can I do this? Okay. And uh, how do you see the role of SAP then playing here in this in this setting? Like, How does the, the, the technology and then the, the suite of different capabilities that SAP brings uh, to the table uh, help our customers move forward and um, in that sense. So Amitabh, do you have like a, from your from your perspective as the cloud expert and on the cloud platform expert, how do you see that? Yeah, Alex. well, uh, uh, Alex, in my view, SAP uh, has a major role to play in this, uh, being the biggest and the strongest enterprise software vendor in the world. Uh, SAP systems, I, I guess, are hit by close to 80% of the financial transactions every day, uh, and, and it's, it's on rise. So every day we, we are adding up more. Uh, what I see, uh, uh, I mean, in, in SAP, in last four to five years, uh, it, has, it has rapidly increased its uh, cloud footprint with a plethora of uh, services and offering models uh, and and uh, yeah so 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 that's that's really important that it, it's not only the enterprise core which is uh, which is uh, uh, kind of uh, having an 80% market share it is also the uh, the uh, introduction of new technologies like like iot blockchain and uh, uh, and all these things in in the uh, uh, in the cloud platform in the leonardo uh, solutions. So yes, uh, SAP has has a very major role to play in this, uh, being being the, the biggest enterprise uh, software vendor. And as we see that SAP last year, we were talking about a lot about uh, SAP Leonardo Kaler, right? So it was only SAP Leonardo, and this year actually the full shift of SAP has uh, gone towards intelligent enterprise and um, intelligent technologies. What do you think that means for for Sapphire now? Yeah, I, I, I have uh, uh, um, looked at the latest acquisitions, what SAP has done, and uh, I have also looked at how SAP has changed a little bit the language, moving more into the intelligent enterprise, into the intelligent technologies, not necessarily using Leonardo per se. Um, my, my belief is that in Sapphire now, the, the one thing that they have been missing in the intelligent technology suite of products, um, Amitabh already pointed out, IoT, machine learning, artificial intelligence, um, it's robotics. And, and what I believe is going to happen in Sapphire now is that with the acquisition of the new company that uh, used to be doing our robotics in the marketplace, and now that they're part of the SAP family, I think there's going to be a big push and a big splash on intelligent technologies, adding this new offering for robotics, RPA, to the already existing suite of products for IoT, machine learning, and the others that we were used to in, in, in Leonardo. And then this is going to be even more robust. And it establishes a better connection back to the digital core because now if you add the robotics process automation into the suite of product for intelligent technologies, then you can bring that automation and then you can leave this rest of the suite of products for the innovation. So this way SAP is capturing both our automation and innovation. So as you say, it's like we are moving into some kind of uh, industrialization of the SAP system itself. So more or less we are automating or SAP is going to automate a, as much as possible that they can in their core. So you don't have to do a lot of work anymore by typing and interacting with the system. So you can focus on 
more important tasks. Do I understand that correctly, Taylor? That is exactly what I mean. We're going to be uh, automating what we can so that you have more time to, like I said at the beginning, to imagine and to ideate and to innovate in all the eights. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So what do you see happening uh, towards the, um, towards the Sapphire Amitab? Like, because if you, if you really look into the intelligent enterprises, of course, are quite an old, a terminology already it, it was presented by James Quinn in, in 1992 so it's not not something very new and if I look at what SAP is doing in the movement from opening up their systems and really creating a open platform what what's good what's that going to mean for how SAP will operate in the future yeah so uh, Alex that's that's a really uh, really very uh, positive thing what SAP has done in recent times so as, where they are opening up the platforms and uh, adopting the open source uh, uh, the terminology more. So for for example, you can see that the most of the cloud platform specific developments would be now in the Cloud Foundry environment, which is an open source environment. And that 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 gives a lot of uh, uh, a lot of options for the, the developer community, the, the community working in the cloud platform space to really uh, try out things which are which are uh, uh, open in open source uh, products like like we can go for go for uh, uh, azure iot uh, we can go for uh, google platform based solutions like uh, google uh, platforms uh, machine learning apis we can we can integrate so that's that's really uh, uh, i would say a path changer a game game changer here because uh, uh, when we uh, look at uh, uh, the, the the closed solutions uh, they they are not re- they were not really helping SAP much so that's that's a really great move from SAP. So if I understand this correctly, Amitab, we are looking into a full change in the openness of the platform. So you can now launch IoT services on your Azure platform and connect that directly to your SAP systems. But you can also use Google's API services on their AI like Vision and and uh, text uh, control. Is is that correct? Yes, yes, Alex. So that's that's something which is a game changer, uh, which is going to be a game changer for SAP. So there is no dependency of uh, of platforms here, and that's that's something which is going to uh, which is going to help a lot of customers. Wow, that that's very cool. So if if um, if I then look now, so three years ago, SAP was quite a closed system, uh, more or less, and they opened up their platform. Does that mean that they are now starting to get on par with the different other platforms like Google's or uh, Azure or uh, AWS? Do you say, okay, they are now moving, moving closer together and really grasping also that part of the competition? And uh, okay. So yes, Alex, uh, that's 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 perfectly uh, right. You are you are extreme. Uh, you are very right on on this uh, in this thing. And yes, uh, that's what Cap, as Capgemini also we we have started doing. We have started uh, uh, integrating our SAP platforms with uh, Azure IoT, with Google Cloud Platform, with AWS based services. So that's something we we are already doing it here, and we can demonstrate this uh, whenever needed. Okay, so very cool. So, so that that's, that was actually my next question. In that sense, is like, what what can we as Capgemini offer uh, our customers to actually reach this uh, intelligent enterprise, and wh- where are we, uh, where are we on that? So yes, uh, I would say we are as Capgemini, we are one of the uh, strongest uh, uh, system integrators in the world. 
and uh, in, in in so far the enterprise space is concerned we are uh, maybe uh, uh, the top top in the top 3 we are doing this this kind of uh, deliveries for decades now uh, the best part uh, what i see here in capgemini is in terms of the reach uh, and and uh, uh, in, in, terms, in terms of the range of the solutions we can offer we are product agnostic uh, we uh, we have uh, uh, I mean, we are we are best fit to deliver an intelligent enterprise. We are very strongly aligned with SAP on this topic, where we build our digital solutions uh, and co-innovate with them under uh, a program called Medallion. Uh, we have largest pool of uh, certified resources in Europe so far, uh, as far as the numbers are concerned in S4 and uh, SAP Cloud solutions. Uh, so that that really proves that we we have the capabilities uh, to really deliver an enterprise. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So, Kaylor, if you if you could do one example and saying, okay, this is something that we bring, let's say, under our intelligent enterprise offer, what would that be then, from a Capgemini perspective? Yeah, Alex, that that's a, that's a difficult one because we don't have one; we have many. Um, but 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 I would have to say, um, uh, I, I would have to look at the digital control room, and let me explain a little bit about the digital control room. And that, in my explanation, I also believe that I'm also going to be sharing and showing a little bit of the uh, how we operate in Capgemini, and to Amitab's point, how we've been pioneering this intelligent technologies. The digital control room is it's it's like a cons a combination of different solutions that we're bringing and harnessing all of the powers of those individual solutions into one central solution. So if you if you uh, follow the theme, we are able to create one solution using intelligent technologies, but. We don't stop there. We continue and then extend and expand on that solution and then connect it with another solution, bring it to a client an end-to-end -end, um, use case or an end-to-end -end solution using intelligent technologies. We don't just do, um, for example, the, um, the monitoring of the machine. We're able to connect the results that we get from that monitoring of a machine into another I insight um, and maybe even create um, uh, a solution that also purchases the parts that we need to provide maintenance to that machine. We incorporate the uh, human element as well in there. We also have uh, a solution that is all about worker safety in the shop floor or in the manufacturing plant. And that is also connected to the digital control room. So as you can hear, we start with the one uh, solution and then we start building from that one solution outwards we start extending the solution, adding more to it. And then next thing you know, we end up with an end-to-end -end solution that covers the entire plant, the entire manufacturing shop floor, it, it, going from the employee that works at the shop floor to the person that is in the back end uh, processing the information in the system to um, intelligent shipping when we ship out our, our uh, goods. And by the way, we also can monitor the goods inside that shipment and then provide real-time information. So again, it's not just the one solution. Most of the other um, partners uh, for that SAP works with, they, they just get happy and content with doing the one thing. We do the one thing plus the other thing to deliver a end-to-end -end value chain. So that, that sounds already like really br bringing it to the level of the intelligent enterprise, uh, if, I, uh, if I hear this, uh, Kaylor. So... Yeah, that is correct. Because I mean, we we don't we don't just focus on the intelligent technology. We integrate with the digital core as well as the other elements in the intelligent enterprise. Because it's not just the one area; it's 
the enterprise as a whole. Wow, that sounds really cool. Like, so we are already in the area of the intelligent enterprise and really trying to bring this to our customers. Uh, that, that's very cool. So Amitab, if you had to pick one, what would be your favorite? And I know there are many, so just pick one. What is the thing that you want to talk about? Well, I would say, uh, as Eskilo said, we are already doing this uh, in terms of different solutions uh, internally, and we are building this. So I, I, I think uh, Capgemini is really uh, a strong contender to to really deliver an intelligent enterprise, uh, being uh, one of the uh, one of the medallion environment uh, partner, medallion partner, and then uh, we are also. Uh, I would say we also run uh, our internal innovation center to do these kind of things. So we already have a process in place where we do an ideation, a design thinking process uh, with with the domain experts, with the with the uh, with the with the use case, with the real time customer pain areas, and then we come up with uh, ideas uh, to to build around. And we have a pool of resources to to really who are uh, day in and day out working on this. Uh, so that's that makes us uh, really. Uh, a strong contender, yeah. And if you if you look now at, at something, you know, um, so we have the ability to to do it end to end, and uh, we are able to actually deliver uh, the cases in a very short timeline to our customers. Like, what would be, let's say, one that you say, okay, this is uh, where I'm very proud of, and uh, what we did. I would take a couple of things here. Uh, uh, so so far, the achievements are concerned. One one, I would say we. Uh, as as Keylor was mentioning, we have an end-to-end story uh, for the supply chain, and uh, we got them certified in one go. So <clears throat> we got the certificate uh, certifications done from SAP for the supply chain suit uh, uh, in 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 one go. That was uh, that was a big achievement for us. Uh, and apart from that, I would say we are uh, we are already working with uh, some some customers where we are trying to set up uh, a digital factory kind of model here. Uh, so that's something I would say uh, that's that's a great thing we are doing. Okay, very cool. So let's go to our crystal ball question. So uh, for both of you, so let's let's start with Amitabh. If you look into your crystal ball, what will be, let's say, the predictions for the Sapphire this year and what will SAP bring that is totally different or new? Yeah, so SAP will open the platform more, I would say, uh, will with introductions to uh, to things like Azure uh, in the, in the place Microsoft Azure, uh, in, uh, introduction of uh, the intelligent technologies in a different way. So no, I think I think Leonardo, uh, as the branding was being done, as we discussed this earlier as well. But yes, uh, they will now focus more on the intelligent technologies uh, to build an intelligent enterprise, and that's what is going to be in Sapphire, I guess. And what it will be in your crystal ball, Kaylor? Yeah, I just finished shaking my crystal ball. It shows me two things. <laughs> One is, um, I think I mentioned this before. I think that we're going to hear a lot about robotics and their new RPA offering from SAP. Um, and I think also with their acquisition of Qualtrics, I think that we're going to hear a lot about the customer experience. And, and I think this is very important because so far it's always been very centric to the company, to the enterprise. But I think that now SAP is going to move us from, okay, great that you're solving your internal things, but also be in touch with your customer base, be in touch with your end customer, bring all of that information back to your uh, processes to improve and innovate. I think we're going to hear a lot about those two things, robotics and process automation to focus more on the innovation. Don't sweat the small stuff. Let a robot do it for you, whether it's attended or unattended. 
and then also focus more on innovation, but focus more on the customer experience. I think that's what we're going to hear more about in Sapphire now. So very cool, guys. So thank you. Thank you for being here today. And um, yeah, then the last question for you guys. So if our listeners want to extend the conversation with you around the intelligent enterprise and what we can bring, where can they find you? Alex, we are there in uh, the Sapphire this time and we will be presenting our, most of our solutions over there. Uh, and, and I can be found on LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, it's it's uh, Amitabh Dubey at, uh, on, on the LinkedIn. And Kaylor? Yeah, same here. Um, I look forward to meeting the, uh, the folks that are listening to this podcast at Sapphire. We have a very um, a cool um, technology and, and use case that we want to show there related to uh, manufacturing. So come and see us at the Capgemini booth. You can't miss it. It's very big. But you can also find me at uh, LinkedIn at Kaylor Acosta as well if needed. Thank you very much. So as you hear, we will have a nice booth and an, uh, quite a lot of surprises around the Intelligent Enterprise for you at the Sapphire Now this year. So if you want to see how we actually do the things that we were talking about and how we integrate Intelligent Enterprise and really bring up bring the s4 digital core to you and really build a new platform for for you as a customer come and visit us and um you can also find us on social media twitter or linkedin and you can subscribe to our podcast so if you want to continue this conversation please reach out you can also find me on twitter at alex bulot and um yeah the guys already uh, did their handles so you can find them also on twitter and linkedin so yeah hope to see you guys Join us at the Sapphire Now this year.